Today we're going to be talking about the word yes, but more so than we're talking about the word yes, we're going to be talking about the um, the importance of not translating things directly. Now, um, recently, um, one of the guys who work with us, Sore-chan, you've heard from him a couple of times, he wrote an article called um, Why Direct Translation is Killing Your Japanese. And I was thinking about that today as well as when I met with a professor at the university I'm attending and uh, we were talking about teaching Japanese. He's a professional Japanese teacher, wonderful guy. I'm hopeful. I'm trying to get him on the podcast here. And um, basically, um, we were talking about the danger that happens, particularly with younger students or even intermediate students, really, about how to understand a concept or understanding how something works over understanding the supposed meaning that you give something. Let me explain a little bit more what I mean. Let's take a word like yes. Yes in Japanese is often seen as hai or m. Mm. These words, okay, are what we use to give confirmation. Hai, yes, m, mm, yes. However, there's a number of different uses where hai is used as something like that's right or here you go or got it. Um, when you get something is um, when you acknowledge a request, when someone's like, um, we're going to be arriving here in two minutes. You don't respond to that as yes. You're acknowledging something. You're saying hi. And you're saying yes. You're confirming that there. Okay. When Japanese people speak, often when one is speaking, doing a monologue or just going off on something, telling you a story, for example, the other person will show they're intently listening by saying hi, 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 so this. Mm. And that's very, very polite, and I encourage everyone learning Japanese to do that. There's all other things, for example, when you do roll call in Japanese. You don't say here, you say hi. So this is something that's very, very important to people, and I think that they often miss the um, value that happens. When something ha someone hands you something, you say hi. You've confirmed that. So the height is more of a confirmation than anything else. And so when you're studying Japanese or when you're going over something, being able to understand the word is super important. Purely think about like nouns, for example. If I say jidensha, it's a bicycle. If I say densha, it's a train. However, if I say maka, it's a marker. But there are nouns, but there are more so verbs, in my, in my opinion, which ha have more than one meaning. Or even just like titles, like let's think sensei, for example. If I say sensei, I could be talking about a doctor. I don't have to be talking about a teacher. I could be talking about someone who's older than me, who I respect dearly, or they've taught me things in my personal life. I have a gentleman who is a, a good friend of mine. He's older than myself, and he's very intelligent. So I refer to him as sensei. That's simply something that I find appropriate. And it's he's Japanese, so it's completely appropriate there. Or if you think of the book Kokoro by Natsume Soseki, he doesn't hit the person who is sensei. It's not his teacher. It is the person of whom teaches him or he, he looks up to. With that, though, I will sign off. Thank you so much for listening today and every single day. Also, please make sure to check out our new YouTube channel. Simply type in Manga Sensei or Japanese Kanji, and that will come up. We've done five videos so far, one every single day. We'll continue doing this 365 days a year, just like this podcast. Until then, remember...
もし日本語でペリペリになりたいなら間違いが必要なんですですから一緒に間違えましょうそれじゃあ Can't believe I finally made it. My two we celebrated Golden Week. Hold it down with my chill. E. Tanky, out of let's hit your mother. Thank you, big smile. I feel a ganky giz.